What if you could learn from physical product entrepreneurs that have risen up from the trenches to dominating their market by creating successful physical product brands? Well, this podcast is hosted by me, Kunay Campbell, and it's about breaking the mold to becoming a smarter, savvier, and better product entrepreneur. You discover how to take physical products from concept through launch and to scaling up from physical product entrepreneurs who've taken their revolutionary ideas to 1 million, 10 million, and 50 million plus in revenue businesses. You'll also join me on my journey to build a million dollar physical product brand business in a year, where we both will learn about crowdfunding, selling to retail chains, launching through marketplaces like Amazon, strategic partnerships, publicity, celebrity endorsements, and selling direct to consumers. So if you're creating or building a brand in the consumer packaged goods space, in fashion and apparel, business products, or any physical product niche, listen in because we have you covered. Join the fast track to physical product business success. This is the Physical Product Business Podcast. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show or the physical product business podcast show. We're all in the same. We're one show. And on today's episode, I'm going to be talking with someone special who's come from the YouTuber world to the physical product business world. We hardly ever have that right on the show. Um, We typically have entrepreneurs who are working with YouTubers to build their business out. But um, my guest on today's episode, Daisy Jing, actually is a YouTuber and um, she was able to develop a product business off the back of a passion on YouTube. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Daisy to the show. Welcome to the show, Daisy. Great. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Fantastic. Could you take a minute or less to kind of give a summary intro about yourself, please. Yeah, so I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's um, Dazer, D-A-I-S-E-R-Z 8-9 on YouTube. Um, I started it about 2010 and I just did it because I have really bad acne and my skin has always been something that I'd struggled with mm-hmm. for a long time, so I just but it was super cool that I could review a product and an ordinary person like me could be influential in giving advice on what products worked or didn't work. So it was just purely accident and I really loved and enjoyed doing it and I was super passionate and I would research a lot of skincare ingredients and just try out every single product and uh, I did that for about five or six years. And yeah, and it, you know, honestly, starting the YouTube channel has been the absolutely hardest thing I've ever done. Much harder than running this business because building something from nothing is so difficult. And when you're starting, you're getting like one or two views a video, right? Right. And then you get three views a video, and then you get four, and it just incrementally, <sighs> it's like it doesn't happen where overnight you get you know a million views. So it was a lot of persistence. Um, I worked at least 40 hours a week just on my YouTube channel without making any money on it for the first three or four years. And I think, I think people look at something and they see an overnight success, but really, you know, it took me a lot of work before I saw any um, result, but it was, it was, I was very passionate about it. And I loved connecting with my subscribers and responding to comments. And then I became like a very good expert at beauty products and I knew kind of everything about them. Um, and the start of my product was very accidental. Um, I was going to get my skin um, lasered, and I was going to go to this dermatologist to get my skin treated for um, some skin problems I had. And then he recommended certain 
ingredients and skincare and then I just started you know making them at home and I just use them on myself with no intention of you know giving them to anyone and then people wanted me to sell them because they noticed the difference on my channel okay and then I was like okay like let's if they want them like let's try this out and then you know it got to the point where I would buy out you know office depots like all of their bubble mailers right wow. because it just kept selling out so yeah, so this is stuff you you true. manufactured yourself so products you manufactured you yeah, put I together made them yourself in okay. my kitchen yes wow yes. okay okay yes and I had to, yeah, I didn't know it was going to be something that worked for me. Okay, Let, let's track back to, a beautiful story, by the way, great story, by the way. Mm -hmm. Let's track back to the very beginning. Um, so 2010, you're a YouTuber, you have acne issues. That was quite bold, coming on video Yes. to share your problem. What inspired you to, to, to doing that? Um... I think it was because when I was younger, or ever since I was young, mm -hmm. I, I looked different. I grew up in Minnesota, so mm -hmm. I was the only non-blonde-haired, blue-eyed person yeah. in my school. And mm -hmm. when I looked at magazines, I looked at the media, you know, everyone is white. And mm -hmm. I just felt like I couldn't fit in. So I was like, hey, on YouTube, I can connect with people who look like me or who look mm -hmm. different. And I can be kind of the voice for just a regular girl with regular problems and help other people with that. Mm. Um, so I think it was because I always felt like an outsider growing up mm. and I didn't really have a group or, you know, mm. a group of friends. Um, this is my like friend group. Mm. Kind of. so, so it's a sense of connection. So prior to yes. setting up the show, um, this is the early days of YouTube, by the way, 2010. Mm -hmm. um, YouTube was 20, 2008, it was 2007, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. So, so prior, to, so in in 2010, were you kind of looking at other video bloggers on YouTube and looking at what they were doing? Were you were you already friends with with another wider community? Um, not when I first started. No, there wow. there were the bloggers were starting out too. Um, but then maybe in 2012, 2013, I became more involved and connected with that community. Interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Interesting. So you're a pioneer, really. Okay. All right. So you you, you, you shoot your video. Um, people would normally say, um, okay, um, you find a solution to the problem. You find a cream that works. And, you know, how do you keep interest on your show with content Yes. on a topic like acne? Yes, that's what that, pops into my, my head you know how yeah, many things can i say about acne yeah, yeah that's been really difficult that's been a huge struggle um youtube now is so different than it was you know back when i first started before you had a laptop and somewhat decent lighting and people would want to watch you and now you, people have managers and production agents and you know it costs maybe six figures right to start off creating your own studio so it's so different now and you know the channel, I wouldn't say it's dying, but it's definitely a lot harder to make it as popular as it once was. And I think a lot of creators are experiencing this as well mm. as it becomes more commercialized and larger, you know, companies start making their own shows. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been a, you know, it's kind of been a learning curve for that. Um, I've noticed that the authentic videos still perform well. Um, I have tried hiring people to write the content for me, edit the content, do all that. And I've noticed that 
at the end of the day, people still really like to watch you okay. and your comments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think authenticity is still a really big factor okay. in YouTube. Yeah. Okay, let, let's track back to what you just said with regards to um, hiring people to write and um, you doing it yourself. So in YouTube, do you script um, a, a, a show together or would you... Um, just freestyle it you know just have a set of bullet points and you know kind of go with the bullet points and just go with the flow more or less yeah in the beginning and my most successful videos have always been super random it's always been me just like randomly doing it Mm -hmm. um and my most i guess engaged videos are ones that are unscripted um and i find that the scripted ones don't perform well Mm -hmm. because i think for my channel people want to see my thoughts or thoughts of someone very real and relatable they don't want to see the scripted stuff mm-hmm. um and i think that performs well but i think it depends on what kind of channel and what kind okay. of you know person okay you're trying okay. to connect to okay so were you did you prior to um let's move a bit forward to your first set of sales you know when you're in your kitchen putting together um you know um you know Tops of, yeah, the product. Yeah, yeah. your products. Yeah, top, top, tops of the of the of the cream. What 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 did you do with regards to? Um, had you worked with any brands prior to 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 to, to, to those to, to those first sets of sales? Sorry, I'm yes. sorry. Yes, yes, I I did work with um, companies and brands, and so. Mm-hmm. I would be sponsored to represent them or, you know, they'd send products. So I was very familiar with how to advertise, I guess, to other people because you see it from both sides. And I think yeah. that was that was a very good experience to be on both sides of it. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And then you made the transition to, to, to actually solving people's problem. You saw there was a problem and you had a solution and then you, you put it together. So how did you take your first orders? What, was it straight on YouTube or did you put together a Shopify yeah. site or? Yeah, it's very funny. It was very, very, you know, whatever. And I think the whole takeaway of this is don't worry about the fluff. You know, everyone's like, oh, I need an office. Oh, I need amazing packaging. Oh, I need to get this, you know, great engineer before I can start my company. No, 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 no. You don't need any of that. Like it needs to, you really just need to focus on your product and selling it. So uh, when I first started, I had a blog, blogger.com, right? I just made a blog site. I still remember this. I was on my couch. It took me like an hour maybe. And I put the PayPal link and you just click on the PayPal and it goes straight to PayPal. And in the beginning, it was my personal PayPal because that was the only account I had, <laughs> you know? And then I was just like, oh, an order came. And I would literally like go to my kitchen, Shopping. make it, and then, um, you know, go to Target, buy the bubble wrap, buy all the packaging equipment. And then I'd go to the post office and everyone would be so mad because I didn't have a printer. Right. I didn't even have a printer. So the postman has to manually enter all the tracking numbers. And everyone got so mad at me because they didn't <laughs> take up the time. But, um, yeah, that was my life. I, I did everything. I did you know, the YouTube video making, the customer service emails, the shipment, you know, the logistics part of it um, in the beginning. And uh, I hired my first assistant, um, you know, once I was barely like, you know, um, getting by. um, Was this 2015-ish? No, it was 2013, 14. So so it was three, four years in. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, and uh, that was really great, hiring my first um, 
I guess, assistant from a community college, you know, paid a minimum wage, all that. Um, so, you know, she could have helped me with the shipping. Did, did she, did she come over to your, was it still, was the setup still in your, your house? Was it still? Yeah. yeah. Wow, mm -hmm. wow, yep, wow. I had a, I had an op, I had a, what is it? A, you know, I had people coming out <laughs> and I have, I had a roommate too. So. Right. <laughs> 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 You right. know, you just have to do you just, what you yeah, have to do. It's hustle, really. You just have to put yeah, the hustle in. <laughs> okay, so when did you realize that um, you needed you needed some some help from like a factory? You needed to outsource, you know, this. Um, it's still kind of we're still in that phase where you know we we have we now we now we work with factories and manufacturers, mm -hmm. um, but we still make some of the products ourselves too. Mm -hmm. So you can only buy the products from us, um, and I think it's a gradual learning curve, right? Um, I think one thing that I really want to be is vertically 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 integrated, um, control yeah. the shipping and the manufacturing yeah. and customer service and all that. Yeah. Um, we don't really outsource okay. Okay. to anyone um, because it's so important to, if a customer or orders this, we can change it immediately or we okay. can okay. ship okay. it out immediately. Okay. So, so, so you, you have a team now. What does mm -hmm. your team look like? Um, we have a lot of people who um, social media and you know customer service um, a lot of people who help with like email yeah emails customer service how um, we have a team of people who actually package and ship so I know everybody who packages and ships and I think that's so important because they're you know they're the first interaction with the customer so um, you know we're constantly you know trying out new ways to ship and package um, and then I have you know marketing accounting um but a lot of it is the the social media or the marketing part of it okay okay i'm, gonna, I'm gonna share a photo of your packaging because it looks from here like almost like a subscription box um is yeah did you have a subscription element to to it not really okay <laughs> Um, yeah, you can, I think you can subscribe, but it's very small portion of our revenue. So, gotcha. um, you know, as I was thinking, I, I don't, I don't want this to be a subscription company. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I remember, you know, when I would purchase the subscription skincare products, it was such a pain to cancel and, mm. you know, it was just like, I, I, I just didn't like that feeling that yeah. I had. Um, you had to pay an obligation. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, I don't want to leave that taste in customer's mouth. So. You know, you buy the product, and if you like it, you can order it again. And okay. if you don't like it, you can. You, we also allow people to return too. Okay. So. Okay. Could you give us an idea of the size of the business now? What What kind of numbers are you doing? Oh, in the seven figures. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so how many orders do you do you process on a daily basis now? I'll say we we process a few thousand orders a month. So. Not bad, not bad at all. Okay, right. Now let's get into the to YouTube now, um, and the role it plays in Banish at the minute and your marketing. Um, and I also want to talk about retention as in returning customers. But let's talk about first um, YouTube. What role does your YouTube channel now play? 
with Banish as a business? I 100% believe that if I didn't have my channel, I, this wouldn't be successful. Okay. Um, it's so much about the story and about kind of this relatability that the customer has with me mm-hmm. and my story and the authenticity of it. I think without that, it just wouldn't have sold. Um, you get a lot of people trying to slap on an influencer or, you know, something about, you know, just slapping on someone famous on there, but you really have to have that story of how it happens. And I think it's really important to have also a face, yeah. right, to the brand. Yeah. Um, I, think the, I think people resonate better with a face and a story than with just some great branding colors or design. Yeah. Um, it's such so, yeah. an emotional before after emotional, story. Yeah. Emotional, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Emotionally relating to the customer. And I and I tell, you know, the team and our customers, we're not selling physical product. Mm. We're not selling that. We're selling this gift mm. of confidence, of owning who you are and being okay with that. Yeah. Because our customers are not, you know, they're not they're kind of the awkward turtles, right? The little mm-hmm. wallflowers. They mm-hmm. have skin problems and they don't they might not like themselves. And we get a lot of customers asking is your packaging discreet? Because they don't want, you know, their husband or their boyfriend or friends to know that they have skin issues, right? So yeah. we're giving, we're selling you, I guess, confidence to be yourself. Absolutely, a transformation mm-hmm. on a before and yes. after. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And it just fits into, you know, that narrative, that marketing narrative, where you don't sell the features, you sell the story, you, you sell exactly. the passion, which is very, very, very fascinating. So. Um, Right now, where does, like from a customer acquisition standpoint, I guess I should have framed the question better, is like where where do customers, where do majority of your customers come from? Is it still from YouTube as it was in the beginning or are you more diversified now from a marketing acquisition standpoint? I think YouTube is still a huge part of mm-hmm. it. And I think our most loyal customers have come originally from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also on, you know, Instagram and Snapchat. I think that's something we are working on. Um, but I also think a lot of it is also word of mouth too. So okay. I think we hit a very good timing where, you know, we were at the point where YouTube was really getting off the ground, mm-hmm. and then now it's been more of word of mouth. I know YouTube now is so much harder to get into, okay. and influencer marketing is so expensive now. Yeah. Um. So it's really about can you discover that next social channel that yeah. people are on, and so. Influencer yeah. marketing is expensive. I was um, on a, I was asking some some fashion bloggers, vloggers, sorry, to 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 help us out, and um, the charges are just astronomical right now. They're, yeah, they're thousand yeah. dollars plus, you know, for anything decent. Um, yeah, which is interesting. So I'm I'm on the similar web. It's, it's an app I use on um, Google Chrome, and it shows that. Um, search is, is huge you know for you guys um, and obviously it's largely the US Canada a bit of the UK and interestingly are you a member of um, e-commerce fuel mm-hmm. you yes. are yeah so, I so just joined yes <laughs> yeah you just joined so one of the top referrals to your site seems to be e-commerce fuel which is interesting oh wow yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my gosh yeah. i need to yeah, yeah. pay and, more attention to that and another very interesting thing i'm seeing here is um banish acne scars and banish and banish roller kit are your top search um phrases which means your brand is like 
you're up there, you know, your, your brand awareness is there. So people are coming across, you know, then they're coming across you somewhere else and then they're using Google to kind of close the loop to, to, um, mm-hmm. to come and find you guys, which is fascinating. Really, mm-hmm. really good stuff. Okay. Let's talk about customer retention. Um, customer retention, customer retention, customer retention. Um, how many of your customers come back for more? You know, it's been a really long time since I looked into this, and mm-hmm. it's definitely on my to-do list. <laughs> yeah. um, I would say maybe, was it 25, 30%? Well, yeah. I, I, is that a good number? It's, it's, I don't know. It, it, it is good because um, I, I suppose for a, 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 a proportion of your customer base, um, some people would have solved their problems. So they correct me if I'm wrong um, would they need to maintain or um, do is this a cure is it uh, no they, you, they would they would need to maintain and we okay. get um, we I have this one customer she's ordered you know in the five figure almost worth of product wow. um, and, I, and I follow her you know I follow her on social media and stuff she's just a regular you know teenager um she gives to her friends, family. I think people like our products because they're very natural, um, and it's something you know more natural than chemical based. Um, and so, when people want to find something, yeah, to maintain their skin, or you know, they feel like they need to cleanse it, then they can go and purchase it. Purchase gotcha. the products. Yes. So, given what you just said, I think it would be much higher. You know, um, you probably would know better when you when you check the. I, yeah, I, yeah, I really. Yeah, I think. I, it's so because it's like you can calculate from the time your store has opened or from yeah. the past year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, when I did look into it, I think that was the number, but I'm. Okay. 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 Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Right. This is really interesting. Okay. So, um, from a you, you have two hundred thousand subscribers on on YouTube. Um, at the moment, okay. Let's track back to your YouTube, to the growth of your YouTube channel. Um, how did you? So back in two thousand and ten, um, could you just give us the evolution of how your your um, YouTube channel has grown to two hundred thousand now, two hundred and six thousand to be precise? Yeah, um, it's kind of one of those. In terms of subscriber count, the it's more of an exponential curve. So I think once you hit that 1,000 subscriber and then that 10,000, it just, yeah, kind of dominoes. Um, But I think something to look at is the views per video, Mm. which my channel has struggled with that. Um, And I think a lot of creators have struggled with that because Mm. if you were on YouTube earlier, then um, you would have more subscribers. But, you know, now I don't even think your subscribers get notified of the videos you post anymore unless you like turn on the notification. So um, that, that's that been a challenge. It's just getting views, um, getting views as well. But yeah, it's just the, the more, um, the bigger you are, the easier it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see some of your, so you, a lot of your videos are, in the thousands, um, so 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 3,000 seems to be average, and then sometimes you shoot up to 17,000, and there's a massive one here, which is 200,000 views, um, and 
Yeah, I have one that's like eight million or six million. million. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of all over the place. And what I found was anything relating to skincare performed really well. But sometimes I would want to talk about something not relating to skincare, and that's why, you know, the views fluctuate. Because um, okay. I'm also I also know that you know I. I was just kind of like, I want to film something. I don't, I'm not, I don't think about it too much. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not that consistent either. Yeah. Do you do any video blogs, vlogs, sorry, they, they don't call them blogs, they call them vlogs. <laughs> yeah, I used to, but I realized it was just, it was something I had to worry about. Like, I would just be so concerned with trying to film my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, stop, we got to film this instead <laughs> of enjoying it. So just something I don't want to worry about. Okay. <laughs> My life isn't that interesting either. So. <laughs> no, don't say that. You're you're an entrepreneur, so <laughs> it'd be surprising if you you know archive it. Um, what you know, how many people would, would follow? Okay, great stuff, great stuff, um, Daisy. I I this is really interesting. Um, I think it's time for a lightning round. Um, I'm if ready when you are. Um, Yes. Okay. 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 So I'm going to ask you five questions. I typically ask all of my guests and um, I, you could just answer with a single, you know, um, answer a single sentence um, and it'd be brilliant. What are your future plans? Uh, just keep growing the business and keep doing what I'm doing. Okay. Awesome. How'd you hire people? Uh, do an intensive phone screening, check references, and then I, I meet them in person. And I don't know, I, I'm someone who notices a lot of things about people, and I feel like every little thing tells you a lot about who they are. So mm. there's certain things that I tend to look at okay. <laughs> um, Yeah, when I meet them. Okay. Um, what are your three indispensable tools for managing your business? Uh, Slack. And so. I know Google Calendar. I know it's not like a huge thing, but I put everything on my Google Calendar. Your to-dos are in your, your calendar. Yeah, yeah, everything. It has to be one place, and probably Google. Yeah, probably. Maybe like Audible or something. Audible. Okay. So when, I, when I have time, I can listen. Yeah. Listen to to books. Yeah, to books. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of books, if you could choose a single book or resource that's made the highest impact on how you view building a business and growth, what would it be? And it's funny because I saw it in your corner. The E-Myth, definitely. The E-Myth. Oh. Yeah. I'm super glad. Um, Interesting. You know yeah, what? Because, yeah. Go ahead. No, go for it. No, because I read it when I just started my business and that really inspired wow. me to hire my first assistant. And now I'm going to reread it again because I feel like my problem is I'm working too much in the business right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so I need to like step back and get a refresher. Absolutely. So uh, this this afternoon, actually, I was um, I had a quick power nap, and um, that's when inspiration, you know, tends to to, to calm down my way. And I, I'd been thinking, pondering on um, the importance of data in a company of metrics. You know, a company always measuring metrics at every stage of a business. You know, and what I realized is bigger companies are more obsessive with their metrics and the data, and. I recall reading and listening to, to a book about it. It was either Ready, Fire, Aim, which is here, um, which is a really good book on products, or E-Myth. So I started going through Ready, Fire, Aim, and I couldn't find it. And I, I just thought, wow, it'd be E-Myth. And I checked E-Myth, and it, he talked about, um, Stephen Gerber talked about information systems. You know, he, he didn't necessarily talk about metrics, but information systems like, you know, how many calls came in, you know, how 
things like that, you know. And I was like, yes, that is it. So I'm rereading that part of Information Systems. Mm. It's a great book. It's brilliant and it's a fast read. It's, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. a quick novel. So, so yeah, yeah, good stuff. Glad we're on the same page there. Yeah. <laughs> I just downloaded it on my Audible because I'm going to read it while yeah. I'm going to listen to it while I'm driving. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, final, final question is... Um, What's been your best mistake to date? By that time, I mean a setback that's giving you the biggest feedback. Um, to transition into this full time, I um, kind of just, I left my my other job. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like I, it wasn't by choice. It was kind of like I had to, I had to leave. Um, and that was very scary because I was like, well, what am I going to do? You know, I have no job, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I really believe if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have worked so hard on my YouTube channel. Well, so it was a mistake at the time. And, you know, uh, that's transformed to, to, to your success now. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Fantastic. All right. It's been an absolute, absolute pleasure having you. Thank you so much, Daisy, for, for joining Thank up you, in the show. Me. Yes. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So, guys, um, follow Daisy. It's banishacnescars.com. Banishacnescars.com. And um, her YouTube channel, just search for Banish or the Acne channel, actually. The Acne channel. I'll I'll put all this in the links anyway in the show notes. if any of our guests wanted to get in touch with you if you're happy you know to what would be the best way to to reach out to you um on your youtube channel yeah yeah they can reach out to me on my youtube channel or um they can email me on press p-r-e-s-s at banish acne stars got it i'll Mm -hmm. i'll I'll put that in also Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you so much and yeah, thank you. Catch you later. Bye. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye.